Hey, this is Aaron Holt. I'm the director of Lead the Generation. I'm joined today by my co-host, Gilbert Ackerman, youth pastor at Allison Park Church. We just want to say thanks for joining us today for the LTG Student Leadership Podcast. We believe that leadership is all about influence, so we want to help you discover new ways to reach your friends for Christ and lead your generation. If this podcast is helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you'd write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from. And hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year. And be sure to share if you think this would benefit other students like you. Feel free to check out the show notes for more ways to connect with our ministry and our guests. This podcast is sponsored by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people don't have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to worldserveintl.org to get started. So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now. Hey, students, welcome back. We're joined once again with our good friend, by our good friend, John Zick from Springfield, Missouri. He's the Operations Director and Strategic Partnership Director for the Assemblies of God National Youth Department. John, I'm getting better at your title. I'm, I'm figuring it out. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's flowing a little it's bit flowing, better. It's flowing a little bit better, but uh, yeah, man, we're, yeah. we're glad you're with us again for another episode. Thanks for being here. Of course. Thanks for having me. Excited to be back with the with the boys. That's right, the boys. So here's here's our question of the day for you, John. We want to help our, our listeners get to know you a little bit more. So tell us, what is one of your biggest pet peeves? Mm. Biggest pet peeve. Man, I feel like there's so many of them. <laughs> um, you know, the biggest one would probably be, you know, when you're trying to watch a movie and you want snacks for a movie. It's a natural thing. It's understandable, totally understandable. But don't get like the really crunchy, loud snacks, <laughs> especially like if you're in a house and you're eating chips. You know, my wife and I, we, we go back and forth with this all the time because you want the snacks and she'll just be crunching those chips. And I can't even hear the movie. And it's like, you want mm. me to pause the movie for you to eat your snack? Um, you know, and then vice versa. So there's times where I'll do it and I'll be eating something crunchy and she'll do it to me. But yeah, the, the crunchiness when you're trying to watch a movie really gets mm. to me. John, you're not you're not a talker in a movie, are you? Like, you don't like to dialogue about what's going on. You like to watch it in silence, don't you? I would guess based off of that comment. Yeah, like especially the first time that I'm watching it for sure. Oh, we'd never be After able to watch that, a movie together then. <laughs> I just I like to talk during it. I think it's so fun. You like make fun of things and make comments. It's great. Okay, so we can't watch a movie together, unfortunately. But. John, your your pet peeve is kind of in my family of pet peeves too, because because it's but it's not the snacks. It's when I'm watching a movie and then then like all of them, all the kids in my family start watching a different video on their phone at the same time. It just drives me like I no this stuff, stop. Yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing here? Oh, so good. I'm kind of hoping that that's your leadership principle for today. It's something about focus and like and like. Don't, it is now. Surprise! It is now. No. But uh, but you're back with us again today to talk leadership and students are listening because they want to learn and they want to grow and they want to become a better leader. So, uh, John, what's another leadership principle you have for us today? Yes. Another one that I have is build your community. 
build your community. Helen Keller said this, alone we can do so little, together we can do so much. And here's what I found about community, regardless if you're introverted, extroverted, what Enneagram number you are, what strengths you possess, we are all wired for community. God has created us that way. He intentionally formed us that way because every single one of us, we are better together. You know, the the Bible talks about it as the body of Christ, how we all make up a different part. We all bring different giftings, different talents, different abilities. But when we work together and when we work as a team, we can accomplish great things for his kingdom. So be intentional about building your community. Mm, yeah, and especially, especially, I think Jesus is the the primo example of this, right? Like, I don't. He was born in born into uh, into a man mankind and like built this with a, a group of people who would have been refugees and outcasts, all different yeah. parts of society. Honestly, the rich, the poor, he would have stretched throughout all of this. But is there is there a scripture that ties into this or inspired this thought? Yeah, I mean, you have Ecclesiastes 4.12, a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer three or even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. You know, and I love the illustration. I've used it as a pastor. I'm sure you guys have as well. You have the single branded, uh, you know, string that you have up there and you call up kind of the scrawniest student to come up and maybe you've pre-cut it beforehand. You know, that's a little inside scoop. <laughs> maybe there's a little, a little cut in that string to make sure sure it rips. Um, and then you have, you know, the same exact strand, but you put three of them together. You call up the senior, the macho man, the guy who is ready to prove himself and he can't rip it because three together is stronger than the one individual. Um, and that's so true for our spiritual lives. You know, we see it in, uh, in the beginning of, of creation. You know, Adam was was in the garden with God. Everything was perfect, was beautiful, was amazing. There was no sin in the world at this moment. Like it was paradise um, and, and in the garden. And we see that there was still a desire for man to have community with another human. You know, God says it's not good for man to be alone. Well, what do you mean, God? You were there with us. You know, like that's the ultimate relationship that we can have. But God saw that there was... Hey, I've created you to want to be in fellowship and and community with other people. And so he created Eve from that and said, it's not good for man to be alone. I'm going to bring them together to where they can have fellowship with other human beings. So we see that at the very beginning. So this isn't a sin issue. This isn't, oh, because there's sin in the world, we now desire community. No, this is how God actually intended it from the very beginning of creation in the Garden of Eden before sin has even entered planet Earth. Yeah, and I like I like those verses that you speak, pick specifically because I I hear those. I think students probably hear those a lot in in weddings, right? Those are two very popular things that they talk. It's not good for man to be alone in a cord of three strands. But the deeper connection to the point of all of that is being actually in community, being in relational connection with another person, and that's just not not just a marriage thing or something that happens yes. there, but it's. It's in your life being deeply connected and being able to like strengthen one another. Um, I think I, I I like that you picked those specifically because I think sometimes it's easy for students to tune that out. You hear the pastor say it at a wedding, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, whenever you get married, you get <laughs> these right, Bible verses, I guess. Like it's yeah. unlocked. It's content that's unlocked in a game. Whenever you like hit a certain point, like, oh, now I get these. No, 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 no. It's for you now. Like this you is part of out. your life now. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's great. You know, John, at the time we're recording this podcast, there's still parts of our nation that are are locked down, you know, still kind of going through quarantine and and whatnot. And um, and, and I'm wondering if if you can kind of like tie into, you know, maybe like a specific real life story of a student who even in the midst of some of the challenges that we've had experiencing community uh, in the past several months or years, you know, in our nation, you know, who's a student out there that you're aware of that's still doing this really, really well? Yeah, and I think students maybe are are shifting how this is being done right now. You know, I think a lot of that has maybe turned to social media platforms and and that's what students were tied to before this. And now when that's all there is, I think students are even realizing, whoa, I need more than this. Like I need that actual community. I need that actual in-person interaction with with other people my age, with like-minded people in a small group, at a service, whatever it is. There there is this, this desire and this new crave for community within this upcoming generation, you know, and, and I see this played out time and time again. I've had like three or four students uh, that were students when I was, you know, youth pastoring that are now, you know, young adults, but they've reached out to me during this time. Like, Hey, can we just set up phone calls? Can we set up a once a month or a once a week? Can we do a zoom call? I've seen this, this huge desire for community come out of this time. Yeah, so good. I think we've all been experiencing that. We've kind of maybe even took community for granted a little bit. And now we're kind of realizing, wow, this has so much value. Gil, I'm wondering, you're still, you know, full-time youth ministry. Are you seeing that a lot in your students right now? Oh, yeah. I think I think the whole paradigm of how you stay connected is 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 shifting, right? Like if this had, if this had happened 20 years ago, I, I don't even know what what would have looked like. But we at For least sure. have some technology. We yeah, we have some technology to be able to connect in and... Yeah, it is. Good. It is at least there's something there in the students' arsenal to be able to do it. But for for students out there that are struggling, because I think I think a lot of them have um, recently. What is is there any like tip that you could give for them to start building community into their lives today? Yeah, for sure. I think community. You know, when I look at community, I think of three different aspects. I think of um, someone in your life that develops you, someone in your life that encourages you, and someone in your life that stretches you. Mm. Um, so, if we, if we go around those three areas, you know, we look at Paul's life in the Bible, and he had key people for all three of these areas in his life. Uh, you know, that develop one. That's kind of like your mentor, someone that's mentoring you, someone that's pouring into you, and being intentional about challenging you and calling you to a higher standard. Uh, you know, Paul was a spiritual father to many believers in the early, early church, but especially to Timothy. You know, Paul was a was a mentor. We see it in Scripture. Uh, First and Second Timothy were written by Paul to Timothy. You know, we see this relationship that Paul was intentional to have somebody in his life that he was mentoring, and Timothy was intentional to have a mentor in his life. Uh, that that second aspect of encourage. You know, that's kind of that friend level. Make sure you're seeking out people that iron sharpens iron uh, type relationship that that a friend that uh, has the same standards as you, has the same beliefs as you, has the same goals as you. You know, you're you're living life together. You're going to school together. You're playing sports together. uh, You know, just kind of that friend level that can encourage you through the day to day. We see this in Paul's life with Barnabas. Barnabas was that friend to Paul that just walked life with them. And then the third and final one is that stretch you. Um, and you, you know, even as a student, be seeking out who can you be mentoring? 
yeah, and that's where that's it's going to stretch you because it's going to it's going to challenge your thoughts and beliefs to actually apply them to your life. Right. When you when you start teaching somebody else, you're like, oh, crap, I have to do that in my life as well. Right. You know, like that actually has to apply to me, too. And so it stretches you in that way. So be seeking people out. You know, if you're 14, 15, 16, seek someone out that's a couple years younger than you. How can you mentor them? If it's in a sport, if it's in a classroom, you know, if it's spiritually, whatever that looks like, how can you be mentoring somebody in your life? And those three key areas, I believe, make up a healthy community. Yeah, and I'm, I'm convinced there ain't nothing more powerful than if you're a senior or a junior and you're, you're mentoring a freshman or an eighth grader, something like that, that yes. will do ex- like cause explosive growth in their, their lives. I've seen Absolutely. it time and time and again. That's so big. Yeah, I love those three totally points, John. Agree. Develop, encourage, stretch. I mean, that's just good, practical tips for students listening right now to say, all right, cool. I can do that. You know, I can, I can find someone to develop me. I can make sure I have friends that encourage me and I can also be someone who stretches someone else. So John, thanks for joining us today. We're excited. We got you back one more time this week on the podcast and uh, it's going to be good. You got more good stuff for us. Students, man, we really hope this content has been helpful to you, that it's been inspiring to you and encouraging you. And if it has, uh, we ask you to do us a favor, share it with your friends on social media and uh, you can even tag us at LTG Conference. You can tag me at Aaron Holt. And you can tag me at Gilbo Swaggins. And remember, you are called to lead your generation. We encourage you to lead with passion for Christ and love for others.